Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, welcome to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Sing. I remember at one point actually being scared of how it was going to stop. Like, I was like, when, when is this going to stop? <laughs> because obviously, you know, you, you, you can stay up all night on, on MDMA. Today on My First Time... Weed, cocaine, MDMA, ketamine. Hi, my name's Chloe, and this is the story of the first time I had sex on drugs. Our guest today, Chloe, enjoys sex. She also enjoys drugs. I guess it's no surprise then that Chloe really enjoys having sex on drugs. For obvious legal reasons, we are not advocating the use of drugs, on sex or not. But a lot of people like us have experimented, just like Chloe. She's bisexual and has tried hooking up while on a few different drugs, or the same ones you've taken, probably. She's had some great experiences, and also a few that have been a bit more challenging. This is her story. I grew up in Devon, and it was sort of a really small, tiny, rural town, not really much to do. So then there came a point in my teenage years where I was just really ready to experiment and started actually taking drugs at quite a young age. I think it was like 14. Not regularly, but sort of like every once in a while. I think in the younger years, I definitely didn't envisage myself being that sort of person. I had like a Catholic upbringing, always sort of envisaged my life as being quite sort of straight and sensible and good and honest and all that sort of thing. And then I ended up going to uni in Manchester and it's lots of drugs around there. So that was when it kind of became more regular. It's a lot of MDMA. That seems to be the thing that people generally do. So, yeah, that was the sort of major kind of gateway drug. It was more of a go out and dance drug and, you know, going out with lots of friends to nightclubs and raves and that sort of thing. I don't think I ever really anticipated having a sexual experience as such whilst taking it. But when I did take it for the first time, I noticed that, like, there are really strong feelings of arousal when you take it. It makes your body feel very warm. You sort of lose your inhibitions, become much more open, more chatty, more sociable, more confident, and all those things can lend themselves quite nicely to having sexual experiences with other people. When our guest Chloe talks about having sex on MDMA, or Molly as you might know it, she isn't talking about penetrative sex with a guy. I actually ended up sleeping with one of my friends. Prior to that, there wasn't any indication that that 
might happen at all. But it was just a case of coming home from the rave, being really intimate with each other. It wasn't kind of like a, a seduction type thing. We were just sharing a bed and then it sort of ended up happening. It was the first time I was with a woman as well. So I, I did know prior to that, but I hadn't yet explored that. Obviously, it was in like a trusted environment, like it was with somebody that I knew very well. No inhibitions and both of us feeling really comfortable. And with MDMA, obviously, you feel like intense feelings of like love for your friends or whoever you're with. So having that combined with actually having sex with a friend was like really, really intense. For some people, one of the good things about drugs is how they can help you go through the night. For Chloe, this also extended all the way into the morning. It feels like it's never going to end, but in a really great way. And that was definitely the case in this situation, being in bed with my friend. I was just like, oh, my God, this is literally never going to end. And, I mean, it did sort of happen for hours and hours and hours. And I remember at one point actually being scared of how it was going to stop. Like, I was like, when, when is this going to stop? <laughs> because obviously, you know, you, you, you can stay up all night on, on MDMA. And by that point, it had sort of carried on through late into the morning about 10 11 a.m um so it could have been like five six hours and I was like Christ this is different she felt a little bit scared that I might feel awkward about it so for a while she was being a little bit awkward and then we ended up sleeping with each other again basically throughout the whole day <laughs> so you know kind of having come down from the drugs but it still continued and then when it came to leaving we hugged each other goodbye and she said that she felt a lot closer to me as a result of that happening so that was kind of nice. Having sex on MDMA is one thing but intimacy and romance are already hard enough to navigate without the influence of mind-altering substances. Is it possible to fall in love when you're high or is it just the drug speaking? That's basically exactly what happened when I first had sex on MDMA and and even afterwards, yeah, I, I, there was definitely several times where I, like, oh, I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love with this person. And it was quite clear that she was having the same sort of thing, which was amazing. Like, we were both just, like, kissing and touching and, like, hugging, and it was just, like, really, really intense. Even when I went to the shop the next day in, in the morning, as soon as I woke up, I was, like, walking down the road, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm in... I'm actually in love <laughs> like that. I was incredible and like we love each other and then when I sort of you know came to realize that that was just purely chemically induced I just found it funny I was just like oh that's that's kind of sweet. For our guest Chloe MDMA isn't the only drug she's taken she's had sex on a few different substances including coke. So the first time I had sex on coke was fairly recently about a month ago it was a very contrasting experience to the one that I just described. It was with a guy and it basically the coke ended up kind of bringing about not so positive traits and it kind of felt quite rushed and yeah there was just sort of a lack of awareness of what was going on and it kind of felt like the the person involved wasn't really in that moment I guess it was like a sort of sense of detachment. Yeah, it was pretty disappointing. <laughs> and on cocaine, in my experience, tends to kind of bring out undesirable traits in what you would want in a 
lover such as like impatience and like (laughs) not really being too in tune with what's going on or like your senses just kind of I guess a bit numb and that's definitely been sort of the other end of the spectrum in terms of (laughs) I mean there was foreplay but like it felt like it was just sort of a scripted thing of like you know a structured thing of how sex is meant to be like okay so this comes first and then we do that for a bit and then we move on to this for a bit and then this comes next and it didn't feel like there was any sort of awareness of what I actually might want I mean I don't really actually like cocaine as a drug I think that I mean, people use it so much in London and I think that the traits that it brings out when you're on it kind of without people realising like trickles into their sort of everyday way of behaving and and things like impatience tends to be something that's quite common in people that do do cocaine a lot. And I think for me that's just really, really off-putting when it comes to having sexual experiences. So whilst I do think that it was particularly bad because he was on cocaine it's quite likely that he might also be like that, not on it, because of the fact that it's like quite regular use, you know. Chloe's also experimented with ketamine, or ket, better known as a horse tranquilizer. A quarter of the Brits who responded to the Global Drug Survey, an online survey of 100,000 drug users around the world, said they'd taken it in the past year. Towards the end of university, when uh, my friends and I got really into doing ketamine, Ketamine is not a drug that makes you want to have sex at all. But I did, I did end up having sex on it and I really would not recommend it to anybody. Well, it's, it's known as being a dissociative drug, so sort of lose a sense of reality and there's a detachment from reality. You don't Sometimes you don't really know where you are or your perception is just really distorted. You see things in a way that's different to reality it can be quite trippy quite confusing quite disorientating uh, which sounds awful but actually it's it's quite fun if you kind of want to escape from your mind for a bit I guess but it doesn't provoke the same feelings like in comparison with MDMA it doesn't provoke the same feelings of like intimacy or like arousal or wanting to be physically close to somebody Um, You might not even necessarily really know if somebody is close to you. It makes you quite inside of your own head, so um, it doesn't really lend itself to having intimate situations with people. I was with a guy that I was seeing at this party. I was on it. I don't think that he was, which is probably where this came from, but I remember being in this house, and at the time, none of my friends had really seen me with a partner. It was sort of quite unusual for that they probably wouldn't have even seen me like intimate with somebody in public or whatever and this guy was there and um he was like kissing me on the sofa and I was just basically like wow what the fuck this is fucking weird it was just really not what I wanted to be doing and he didn't really realize but also I didn't tell him I was just sort of like ah what is happening and then we went like at the end of the night I went back to my flat again like not really any I didn't really have any feelings of arousal but we did end up having sex and well like for a bit it was just really really not nice and I had to 
um, tell him that wasn't really what I wanted to be doing. <laughs> but um, touch and, and things when you're on ketamine just doesn't feel good. It's, yeah, quite the opposite. And I, I just remember sort of feeling like I was like a big slug, essentially. I think it's worth mentioning at this point that being high can complicate the issue of consent. It's hard to actively seek or give it when you're totally out of it. Luckily, Chloe was able to tell her partner that she wasn't that into having slug sex that night. My personal opinion, if you're sober and your hookup isn't, maybe leave it to another night. Chloe enjoys having sex on drugs, but as her ketamine experience proved, only some drugs. It seems like most of her good experiences were with women. So what happens when she's in bed with a guy? Does she feel the same way? I haven't had a good sexual experience with a guy on, on drugs. I don't know if that's purely because of the guys I tend to sleep with on drugs. I don't know if that's like sort of specific to them. I'm, I'm sure people do have good experiences. I think the positives of doing it are that well, people tend to, you know, lose their inhibitions and feel more free and more confident, which is great. But because um, amongst my friends, especially like the guys, um, obviously guys notoriously can't get erections when they're <laughs> on drugs. So I really hadn't thought about actually having sex with somebody um, or that being possible or likely to happen. On drugs like MDMA, you already feel this like emotional, like quite intense emotional connection with the person, which is obviously sort of, well, I mean, it may exist outside of having done the drugs, but it's, you know, emphasized by being high. So it's not just purely that it, it, it feels better physically, but that it feels like, yeah, you're, you know, sharing this like amazing experience with somebody and you like feel really, really strongly about them and, that can definitely really make the experience much better. Just to reiterate, My First Time does not advocate or encourage the use of drugs, which are illegal to sell or possess. As Chloe found out, they can also lead to scary or confusing situations, especially if you combine them with sex. Hey, we're a podcast about sexy stuff. For us, it's always better to approach the bedroom safely, consensually and soberly. It is interesting speaking with Chloe, after the experiences we've heard about, I guess it's got to impact how you feel about sex and intimacy. When you meet somebody and you're high and then you, I don't know, like really open up to them about your life. And like, I mean, I had this last weekend. I met this girl and we went back to her house and there was like a bunch of us there. And we were, she was sort of really open, opening up to me about her relationship and her life. And like, it was really, really intense. And then... I left the next day and I'm probably never going to see her again. But like, and and I told her a lot about my life as well, but I didn't feel like embarrassed about the fact that that had happened or like, oh, Jesus, I've like given too much away there. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, nice. That was, <laughs> that was good whilst it lasted and kind of like savored those feelings of having felt close to them at the time. I don't think that I would f have those feelings if I had sex with somebody I didn't really know because I think I'm quite good at sort of appreciating it for being that specific moment and yeah I don't know who knows it, I guess it depends on the other person like if they very obviously felt like whoa fuck like what did we do you know what why was that so intense last night we don't even know each other then I would probably feel the same but 
if they didn't feel that way, then I'd be quite happy to just be like, yeah, that was really nice and feel sort of quite comfortable in the transition of going back to not being high. The first experience um, on MDMA was definitely one that I aspire to having more often. That being coupled with the first time that I had sex with a girl made it obvious to me, I guess, that sex doesn't have to be a specific way. You know, there doesn't have to be a set sequence or like certain things that you do. It's just sort of more exploratory and um, actually like, you know, based on discovering what feels good, I guess. It was, it was sort of a shame to have had the less good experiences recently. Um, but, I mean, that's changed my outlook on cocaine generally, I think, probably for the best. I think it's good to open your mind to different experiences and, I guess, see things from a different perspective in your altered state. And I, th I think it can be, in the right environment, it can be a really positive experience. This is kind of obvious, but I suppose it, when drugs are involved, it can be a little bit, sometimes a bit more tricky to, depending on the drug, I mean, I'm just thinking of ketamine at the moment, but um, it can be quite hard to sort of know how you feel or what your, what your body's feeling and... Um, there can be that sense of detachment there. So I guess it's just, I've, I'd say it's quite important to be aware of how different drugs affect you and, and trust what you do feel or try and figure out how you do feel if it's not, if it's not obvious. Thanks for listening to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. And thank you very much to our guest, Chloe. My name is Zing Sing, and I'm the UK editor at Broadly here in London. This episode was produced by Sam Bonham. If you like what you hear, rate us and subscribe to the podcast. We're in all the usual places. And please check out the article on Broadly featuring Chloe with artwork from Camilla. See you next week. 